0: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Good morning. We'll kick it off with a little weather. I think it's a good plan. Partly mostly sunny, hot though. Humid with an isolated afternoon thunderstorm, possible high of 92. Uh, tonight, clear, mild with a low of 68. On Friday, partly to mostly sunny, still warm, but not as humid with a high of 87, so a beautiful day. Looks like a great weekend. Well, some thunderstorms passing through, but it's that time of year, you know. So, yeah, we'll just go with today, 92 today. It's going to be hot and humid, no question. Maybe an afternoon thunderstorm. We shall see. It's partly cloudy in 72 right now. I was just sitting here talking to Brittany about, uh, you know, a couple of things that have popped up. There's There's a successor, NIH select successor to Fauci. She looks like a bigger douchebag than Fauci. How's that gonna go? She's got that smile on her face like, I'm gonna bury all of you.
2: Oh, no! What do you think of
1: that action? Oh, I'm gonna no. get really political. You know how you can tell by looking at people's faces? It doesn't matter if they're left or right either. You look at their face, you can tell they're very political people.
3: What's her name?
1: Her name is, I'll click on it and I'll find out her name right
3: now.
4: Brittany Arneson. That's oh her God. name. Mm-hmm. I should be somewhere else. <laughs> Yes, putting people in the ground is where you should be, throwing out first pitches at ball games. And without your mask on, by the way, like That's everybody right. else
1: had to wear. He didn't, but everybody else did. Mm-hmm. I just love our politicians. And, and again, I don't, I don't have a selection between the two. They're, her name is Jean Marazzo.
3: Okay.
1: Jean Marazzo, known for her work on sexually transmitted infections, will start the job in the fall So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Just, well, it's like everything else in the government. We've just got phenomenal people lined up to lead the way, don't we?
3: Well, let's hope for the best.
1: Is this the best we have here? Is this
4: really? You look at television every night and see these politicians. You go, that's the best we got, huh? Well, it's not the best we have. The best we have are too smart to get into politics. Well, that's oh, yeah, a good point. exactly.
3: Mm-hmm. Don't go the government route.
4: Yeah, that is a good point. Although you get uh, what the
1: last three presidents pretty much have become billionaires. Well, I guess Bush already was a billionaire, and so was Trump. But uh, you got your Obama and your in your Biden. Uh, They're they're. Well, Biden's aren't quite at the billionaire status yet, but they're trying to steal enough to make sure they'll get there with all these other pigs.
4: I heard a great joke the other day. I thought of you, Tom. Uh, Steve Byrne had a joke where he said, uh, did you guys see that Donald Trump said he proposed to buy the FBI? Can you believe that? No word on if the Clintons are going to sell it yet.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. That's a great line. (laughs) Who who came up with that? Steve Byrne. That's phenomenal. See, that's how life should be right there. It's like, you know what, folks, politicians, don't you blow it out your ass. I love that stuff. Do you think we'll ever get a handle on that again? No. Is it because we're too separated? We're either a Democrat or a Republican, and that's just how it is. Is that part of the problem?
3: I think that, uh, I, I I don't know, because I, a part of me agrees with you because I hang out with the generation where it's really polarizing, and then a part of me disagrees with you because I don't think anybody my age or younger really cares about where people stand on politics. I think we're a little burnt out with it.
1: I hope you're right, because I literally well the last smart ass that lipped off to me was about thirty.
3: Yeah, that one stuck with you.
1: Well, it's just who the hell do you think you are, pal?
3: Maybe he wanted it to stick with you. He was like, I want there are people in he this world
1: that smart that
3: want to make an impact on people that are impressive and like I think he wanted to.
1: He didn't he weren't you weren't there. I'm telling you he didn't. He was that stupid. Oh, okay. He was a handsome young guy. And I just think he was too
4: stupid to realize. I don't know you. You're lucky I don't kick you in the nuts, you dope.
3: Why are you hanging out with handsome w- people? I was just going
4: to say, why this, this, this is on you, my friend, for hanging out with 30-year-old good-looking people. What? That is, you why? should stop doing that. So I should never go to the practice
1: tee at Golden Valley again. Never is again. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. Yes. I wasn't hanging out with him. He just happened to be on the – well, he was, he was being instructed by a friend of mine who's a, who's a golf coach. And here's, for, for people I haven't heard, I walked by and I said hello to my friend and they were talking some politics and blah, blah, blah. And the young guy said to me, so what do you think? And I said, well, I got to be honest with you. I'm pretty centrist. I don't agree with the left or the right. And he goes, oh, you're one of those. I felt like saying, how'd you be, like to be one? Of, you see that cemetery? How'd you like to be one of those? He was Shut waiting. Up, kid.
3: He was waiting for you. He wanted an interaction. That guy. He
1: had no idea who I was. Yeah, None.
3: I don't believe you at all. I you don't have to believe
1: me. I, I was there. Here's what I love about people like you. You weren't even there, but you know more about it than I do.
3: No, I'm just you're telling a dope.
1: you. I said you're a dope. You heard me.
3: People talk, and they're like, that's Tom Bernard before you came no, over. That guy's no known idea. who you were forever. Nope. No way. Um, well, I find I don't believe that he didn't know who you were, because I feel like otherwise... <laughs> This guy is just walking around constantly being an asshole, which also can be true.
1: That's exactly, I'm telling you, because of the way he comported himself. He's one of those guys like to stick his chest out, one yeah. of those deals. Yeah. Nice tits, buddy. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Right?
3: I, I avoid attractive people as much as I can. <laughs> That's, well, I,
1: I suppose because, you know, I, I tend to be in love with my wife. I'm, I wasn't really all that attracted to him. But no, I was just talking to my friend and he stuck his nose in, in the conversation. Yeah. If he had shut up, that would have been fine. It would have worked out.
3: I really need your help. On what? Gogo's biting people.
1: Oh, <laughs> I know. No.
3: And by people,
1: <clears throat> no. It may or
3: may not be also other babies.
1: Why don't we do this? Why don't I pick up Gogo and go find that guy, and she can bite him? Well, we You can tie the two together. Well,
3: I guess that would solve both our problems. You horn
1: toot, and it would. So how old's Gogo now?
3: She's a ma mo- uh, a year and two months.
1: So does she have teeth? Yeah. Lots of teeth.
3: I mean, enough to leave marks. Those
1: things are sharp, too, those Uh, baby teeth.
3: They're like little razors.
1: (laughs) They are Mm -hmm. like little razors.
3: I don't know what to do. I've asked. uh, I talked to your friend, Rachel. I got uh, her opinion. I have asked other people. But anybody have tips? She can't bite other kids. I don't know what to do. I'm scared daycare is going to be like, she can't be here. Like, she keeps biting Justin. She doesn't bite me. But she gets really mad and goes in like an assassin. Just, oh,
1: where does she bite them?
3: Wherever they're available. Really, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Justin gets bit a lot on the shoulder because he's holding her. Mm-hmm. But she just, just goes in for it.
1: Do you think it's because that's where her brain? See, it, it, your her brain knows that's where the nourishment comes from. It's by putting things in your mouth.
3: Yeah, there's. I think they talk about oral fixation because I wrote right, a bunch about it right. yesterday. So I mm. think you're on to something. I think also she just has like those big emotions and, like, doesn't know what to do with it and she's, like, gotten a reaction out of that. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll go, ow, or whatever and we're trying not to. We're, like, setting her down when she does it. Set her down. Turn our backs to her. Like, try not to give her any sort of whatever. How do you... I feel so bad if she goes to daycare and She's bites kids. She's a
1: baby, kids. for God's sake. They can oh other kids, yeah, that's yeah. A yeah you're right. <laughs> yeah, Could adults. I'm not worried about the no, kids. no, no. Yeah.
3: Justin's fine. Yeah, um, you can get bit a little. I would know, but like
1: oh I- dear, oh Jesus. Did I tell you <laughs> I have to leave at seven oh eight? I
3: don't know what to do, Tom. I need a solution. I gotta reach out. It's to, tough. I gotta reach out to Alex. We went on a walk, and then I found this out after. Me and Alex went on a walk yesterday, and I found this out after. Otherwise, I would have asked her, how the heck do you stop? Because they can't really teach a one-year-old much. Like, no. They don't understand no. consequences.
1: By the way, this is just the beginning of your problem with, with children. I know. Uh, my five-year-old grandson, yeah. Sage, loves to punch me. He just Stop. loves it.
4: That's not good. I
1: know. He every time I, mean, I see him, he literally wants to punch me like ten times.
4: Yeah, I don't know. I disagree. I think that's what boys do. That's what they well, should I be doing. That's what they I should guess, be doing. Yeah. They should be hitting and, and wrestling and but, throwing each other around. Like that's it's it's in our DNA.
3: Yeah, but like I think you can teach them not to punch Bop Bop.
1: Yeah, let's not be punching Bop Bop. What do you say? I, think, I mean, he's five, so it doesn't hurt. Yeah. I mean, you know, so it doesn't matter. But he shouldn't be I just hope he doesn't carry it over to other people.
3: I mean, let's be honest. I was terrified of the idea of going up to my grandpa and punching them. Why well, no? know. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Like, I know you're like a young and we forget, but like, you are his grandpa. Like, Sage, don't punch your grandpa. Like, I feel like that's the only conversation we need to have.
1: That'd be good. I've had it with him several times. <laughs> I'd like to point that He's out to you as well. kid. But, you know, I love being around the grand. Like, last night we took him to dinner with us. And yeah. funny, it's so... I don't know where she got this. From. I have no idea. She's seven years old, and her favorite thing is calamari. Okay. How the hell does a seven-year-old, that's your favorite thing in the world, is calamari? I mean, it's delicious. Don't get me wrong.
4: My daughter's favorite meal when she was about that age was miso salmon. No, oh, so there you go. Yeah, kids. Are, yeah, we, we, was, basically we had Kraft mac and cheese. That was our favorite meal. And if you if you, if you were good, Ooh. mom would throw a little bit of hot dog in there. I oh know. yeah,
3: pristine.
4: Yeah. No, my daughter's she's got a, a wine taste on a beer budget. Yeah. Oh yeah. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. <laughs> no question about that. But yeah, it's uh, all in all, it was a, a great. Did you guys have a good night last night. Yeah, went and saw Clutch last night at the Palace. Yeah,
3: how was that?
4: Amazing. Oh, great. First off, if you get a chance to go to the Palace, go to the Palace. Oh,
3: yeah, I've been a bunch.
4: Don't go to the Palace during a Loud Loud rock show because it's all cement. Yeah. Yeah. So if it gets too loud, you know, like I definitely wore earplugs last night.
3: Did um, you guys do seats or did you do general? Uh, just
4: general admission. Yeah, but we got there early because both my girlfriend and I are, I don't know if you've noticed, we're a little on the short side. Uh, so we got there early and there's a rail that's like probably about 20 feet back from the uh, from the stage. It's up a little bit higher. So we kind of just got ourselves right up against that rail so we could see. Cause we went to a show at First Ave like a week ago, yeah. and I could see half the stage. Yeah, because it's just it sucks. It sucks when you're short and tall guys. They're they're not courteous to short people. They just t- stand where they stand. Yeah. So I'm constantly on my tiptoes. My calves are burning by the end of a show. So Dang. Yeah. So we got there early last night. But uh, yeah, downtown St. Paul. Uh, she had never really been. She lives lives in Minneapolis and. If you live in Minneapolis, St. Paul does not exist. I know, right? <laughs> and apparently. It is so weird. I know, isn't, isn't it? I know. I've never been that way. Yeah. Never.
1: I love St. Paul.
4: Yeah. Same. Love Minneapolis. Going there tonight. Yeah, but we had gone downtown and uh, we had a bite to eat. My brother, uh, the brother that I met Recently. In, in my 30s, yeah. yeah. Uh, he came down for the show from northern Minnesota.
3: Did he have a blast? Yeah,
4: great time, yeah.
3: The palace is perfect for like somebody on a piano singing. Yeah it's so beautiful because the acoustics in there you can hear every little thing but yeah a rock band i've never heard a rock band there that's got to be
4: well they built the place in like the 30s or something yeah. so they yeah. built it for yep. a piano or you know but so when you throw a bunch of speakers in there and the guys pounding on drums it gets a little loud
3: yeah first avenue bought that only like 6 7 years ago mm-hmm. and had a hell of a time trying to renovate it yeah. i mean they had they yeah. like they were going to open that <clears throat> Probably like a year prior their game plan was to what they actually could open it just because all the logistics with that old building.
1: Yeah. I'm still pissed off at St. Paul's because Potsaluna closed.
3: Oh, we'll get we'll love that place. I'll give them the finger. I just don't know what location yeah, there you I'm go. at. Um
1: Let's see. If that'd be West.
3: Is it? I mean the building? I'm let's see, I go up the elevator, I have to think of I know where I am when I'm outside, but whenever I am building. that's build good.
1: It, that's good that you know where you are when you're. Well, my husband never
3: knows which way's I know, northwest. There
1: are, pe- there are people like that. yeah.
3: I like blows my mind. I'm like, yeah, just head, and he's like, which way? I'm like, and he's super like. I mean, he hunts, he does all these things, but I'm always like, don't you just pick a road and like go off that? It'd be good. Like, um, yeah, I'm headed to um the Saints Field. Tonight,
1: yeah, that that sounds like a good time.
3: Yeah, I feel like I should have even thought of uh, asking the, Alex if she wants to bring the her kiddos. Uh, they have the Cat Video Festival, and you get to sit on the field. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. It's a
1: great stadium.
3: It's so fun it there, and really yep. should be a nice night too.
1: Ah, uh, a little warm. It's gonna be warm.
3: Yeah, I don't mind that. But you don't mind. that. Hey, last
1: night it was warm, and we were sitting outside, and a little breeze came up. As long as you're sitting wow. in the shade, a little breeze, it's fine. Yeah, you're good to go. I did see, by the way, this, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but I did see this morning the, again, politically opposite news reports. This hot weather is because of climate change. The other one, the other side, shows absolute proof that it's not because of climate change. <laughs> it's like, you guys making money off of our misery. You make money by scaring your viewers. I That's know. real nice. I know. Jesus, you disgusting pigs.
3: It's why it's like, you get mad at me, but... I just. I get I, mad at you
1: just for breathing. This is
3: true. Um, I have trouble turning on the news because it, I don't. I don't blame I don't it. like that anxious feeling.
1: You got to find, and I'm still trying to find a centrist one, and I can't find one.
3: I only believe whatever Chris Eggert tells me. Well, yes, that's you know. Especially since I found out he's a cat dad.
1: Yeah, he is a cat dad. That's exactly right. And Hannah's back, which really I helps. I know, little I,
3: baby Brady.
1: She did the weather this morning on Channel Five, so that was nice. What a pleasant person.
3: I know. Little BB Brady. Three Why don't you months calm old. Calm down. That's so cute. I looked at photos of because Chris oh, posted you? like uh, hey, welcome back and there was little pictures of him and he was okay, I have to admit it, boy clothes has gotten a lot cuter. Boy clothes okay. now. Yeah, like little baby boy clothes. that used to just be pretty cut and dry. Yeah. But they got some cute stuff now.
4: I know. My favorite sweatshirt was one my grandmother made me with Bart Simpson on it that said oh. he was eating an ice cream cone and it said uh, said don't freak or uh, don't have a cow man. That was what I wore. Your mom, yeah, don't have you have
3: grandma a cow. made that. How? She,
4: I remember you had back in the day. You had like a you you pressed the yarn into the shirt. There was That's
3: like a so cool. And yeah, but it was
4: like a stencil. You know, it wasn't like she just you Still. know yeah yeah so. That's what I wore on my first day of school. Yeah, was my Bart Simpson don't have a cow, man. Yeah.
3: Boy clothes used to be like just just yeah, yeah. terrible Lame. and now it's like overalls and so cute.
4: Yeah. I'm right here
1: wearing my black sweatshirt. Leave me alone. Both of you. Oh, we're both wearing we're a both black dress. Both of you just
3: yeah. Well,
1: Boring. on a day it's going to be ninety two degrees. Yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were at the concert last night, and my girlfriend, who's just like, you know, she's short and pretty and blonde. She's gorgeous. She was like, uh, we should. I should have worn like a yellow dress just to add some color into this place. I'm like, you're hanging out with forty year old virgins. Like, uh, look at these people. Don't
3: do too much. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and don't get too whipped up. That's yep. very true. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, stream the Tom Bernard Show on the app or the website and listen for at least one hour a day and be under to win a pair of tickets to Pink and Pat Benatar in concert It's at Target Field on August 10th. My God, that's a week from tonight already. Can you believe that? No, yeah. I
3: can't. That's insane. August
1: 10th is a week from tonight already. The times are flying. Oh, day. my God. Unfortunately. No, that's good, though. So, yeah, you can uh, register. Uh, to, to win a pair of tickets to Pink at Pat and Pat Benatar in Concert, Target Field, August 10th. Listen to our show on the stream for an hour each day and win. Tickets are compliments of Killabrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. we got to take a break. We're, oh, the break alarm just went off. I just heard it. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! Ding! Uh, we'll be right back. I am so happy to welcome back our longtime friends, Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many, many years. Just had dinner with him last week. Just he and his wife, great people. I completely trust Sabre to keep my house comfortable because they always do. Why? Sabre does everything the right way and they always put the customer first, which is not BS. That's true. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians. They're not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre's dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank, of course, Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family and my friends. Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced, or just simply need a service call to get you going again. Go to SaberHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes.
5: Hi, I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports that cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please drive safely and stay alive.
6: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
1: I'm here talking with my friends Michael Bilski and Brad Huckle of North American Banking Company. Guys, it seems like banking has changed quite a bit since you first opened your doors in 1998.
5: Yes and no. In 98, we didn't have online and mobile banking like we do today. Many banking processes have also changed. One thing that hasn't changed is we still provide a true community bank experience right here in the Twin Cities. Our team takes the time to get to know our customers and their goals. This creates a relationship that is unique in banking today and one our customers appreciate. It's why we like to say we provide a better banking experience. You're
1: absolutely right, Brad. I've been a customer for a long time. The service your team provides is phenomenal. Thanks, Tommy. So why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
4: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show
0: Podcast. We
1: are back, ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Tim Slagle right next to me. <laughs> it works out.
6: I don't know if I'm so lovely this no, morning. i got to show everybody something here because
1: we are on uh, YouTube. Uh, Tim and I, you know, we you and know, I have known each other, what, 20, 25 years? More at least, at least. least longer yeah. than that, probably. But uh, look at Uncle Timmy's picture that he puts out.
3: <laughs> oh, nice. Okay,
1: Ward Cleaver. Right Once you settle down with that picture.
3: And like your vibe is very relaxed here and in there. It's very formal. Your photo is very formal. So what? What friendly? Yeah. That's oh, uh, but friendly. Yes.
6: Yeah, so I can't good. use that photo on Facebook. Why not? They say it promotes tobacco use.
3: Shut oh, up. Yeah.
6: Every time, and I'll forget. Uh, uh, I'll forget. I'll, I'll make an ad. And, you know, it'll be like in the corner or something of the ad. And I'll, I'll put it up on Facebook. And then they'll, they'll say, no, we couldn't run your ad. It promotes tobacco use. They
3: so- are right, though. I saw it, and I immediately want to light up.
6: <laughs> no, way to go, Tim. To go. She's got lung cancer now. Cause Wanted to light up a big old stinky
1: pipe. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what I love about that? Those are the same people that are promoting smoking marijuana. Yeah. You're still in- inhaling smoke. It's not good for you.
6: Yeah. I have a lot of friends that will say, we well, don't smoke cigarettes anymore since I started vaping.
3: Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay.
6: Look, look, that practice is like five years old, okay? We have no idea what's going to happen. No. It took right? us 100 no. years to realize that cigarettes caused lung cancer. <laughs> right. And uh, you don't know. You're going to... Anyway. All
1: right, I got to get very serious here. Tim Slagle in studio, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Slagle is an American stand up comedian, writer, editor, and a political pundit. How many people still call you a pundit? I hear that all the time.
6: The political pundit. Yeah, you know, that's funny. The same people that say pundit are the ones that take the T out of important.
1: Yeah, important. That's very important that you say that. And I, honestly, and then it goes back to when he and I first met, but that was many decades ago, so never mind. <laughs> Tim, it's always great to see you. Seriously, I am so happy. We've had people starting to come in again. Uh, it's it's been two, three years. I mean, it's been said all that COVID crap. Well, I've seen. I saw you in the last couple of years. I, no, I maybe mean, it I, was longer no, than I that. I
6: don't know. I think this is the first time I've seen you. That in, might be in three, you? since before the pandemic. So like three, four years. Because it's yeah, I've been on. I I, I was <laughs> uh, uh, I did your show with you, but you always it was always a phone in. I, ne- I never did. that. That's true. Yeah, I think it's the first time we sat together live since the pandemic. So. Uh. Glad to see you made it through. Oh, you too, man. It's uh, lost a couple of
1: people, unfortunately. But what yeah. are you going to do? Yeah. What can one say? I... Well, we just talked about smoking. I've lost more to alcohol and cigarettes than I have to COVID. Though I oh, I've, l-
6: I've lost a lot. To Al- but the, one of the buddy oh. I started with in comedy, he uh, he, he uh, no longer with us. And the kid was brilliant. That and... was Lou Costello. I want you to know. <laughs> 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 that was a few years No, Lou Costello all st- his <laughs> style. Are you kidding?
2: <laughs> That's, there
1: you go. There you have it. Now, we used to sit and, and have these conversations, and I'm so happy that people are starting to come in studio. Because we were, from what I understand, the, the first morning show over at The Q to bring comedians in studio. That it had never been done before. like Bob Hope would come into the old AMs and that kind of deal. But when, not as, when the USO
6: he, tour was in town,
1: yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. So, but but yeah, we just started having people in, and I started. I mean, there are very I could name a couple that I'm not wild about, but uh, but but comedians in general. I have so much fun with because it's very even keel. I mean, like you and I can talk politics. Nobody gets all pissed off that's listening to us because, you know, you lean one way or the other. You have a very intelligent approach to that, don't you think?
6: Uh, me personally intelligent yeah. I, 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 I so if, you're if right I, if I was intelligent I would have learned how to juggle <laughs> <Ooh, laughs> make a big dog. money <laughs>
2: yeah.
6: making the big dough baby I don't know I don't know how bright that is it's yeah we we'll, we'll, we'll' oh my god Robert Burrell
1: <laughs> Robert came in at the same boy we got some production production on this show I said, this is unbelievable Robert how are you Good, man. You're okay so can you guys do you mind staying for two hours?
6: <laughs> yeah. no, I, 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 got, I, got, I got nothing to do I'm I sure, love this I'm sure Robert and I can have some fun talking politics oh, too <laughs> Oh, you got a little, a little Is there a little imbalance?
1: Uh, I, no, but I don't mind that I really don't mind that Unless somebody goes off the deep end for no reason Matter of fact, I'll ask you both about that in, in just a second Because it affects both of you So Robert, you tend to lean a, a, little, uh, a little more uh, liberal a little. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he goes, a little?
1: But what we're going to do well, today... a
0: sense of humor about the whole thing, which is more should... than you can say for, yeah.
1: For, you mean like the guy named Tim that I met before? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually like this because to tell you the truth... It's going to be, and I hate to put the onus on the two of you, but it's going to be people like you two that are going to be charged with bringing people back together because we, well, again, we just talked about the story 10, 15 minutes ago. I was walking along. I was over at Golden Valley hitting some golf balls, right? And I saw a friend of mine. He's a golf instructor, and he's talking to this young guy. And I walked by, and I started talking to my friend, and and they were talking about some political deal. I don't know what it was. And the young guy looks at me and he goes, so uh, which way do you lean? So I say, got to be honest with you, I I really don't. I'm pretty much a centrist. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I try to look at both sides. And he looks at me and goes, oh, you're one of those. <laughs> like, is there anywhere yeah. I could be that would yeah. be okay with you? Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I grew up very Democrat. My mother loved JFK because she was Catholic. Sure. That was a very, very big deal to my mother. And now, of course, she good. I don't know if she would have liked the. Uh, no, she absolutely would have liked the. You know that I always almost refer to our president as Putin?
3: Oh, God.
1: For some reason, it comes into my head first.
3: It ends with an N, kind of then. With an N,
1: and like five letters or six letters or whatever the hell it is. (laughs) But I don't mean
6: to do that. No, no. But by
0: current
3: president, they refer to as Putin?
6: Yeah, he's actually, Chi is actually running the country right now, isn't
0: he? (laughs) I think you're right about that. I I, I can't picture him riding a bear anywhere. I can't picture uh, a rhinoceros or whatever. uh. I don't care where
3: you fall politically, but when he fell on that bike, that was the most relatable thing, getting your foot stuck in one of those little pedal things when Biden did. Yeah. That's happened to me so many times. Have you ever been in one of those clicking bikes? How do you get that
1: stuck in a pedal? How
3: do you not get that thing stuck That's in a what pedal? I'm saying,
1: because I got some talent.
3: Yeah, right.
6: Does Biden Biden doesn't have those clicking things? I think he's still got training wheels on his bike.
0: Well, I think the fall is proof that those training wheels aren't there, Tim. I think the training <laughs> wheels. Oh <aren't
1: there. laughs> well, yeah. I, I am did. gonna love this show. <laughs> what a yeah, it's like the old days, baby.
6: <laughs>
1: we used to have, probably back in the day. I did the morning show on, on KQR. I said it for thirty-seven years. And we were the first morning show in America to bring comedians into the studio. And I loved it. I still love it. But then, you know, Tim and I were talking about the last four years because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Nobody has been coming in. So we've had about three, four, five people in so far. It's coming back. It's the great joy that I have doing radio, podcasting, whatever. I love being around. Well, I mean, take, take a gander. Look at the guest list that Joe Rogan has on. It's all you guys. Yeah. He goes mm-hmm. with almost all comedians. That's a very very smart move.
6: Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot there's a symbiotic relationship with radio and comedians, I think. Y'all, okay? y'all, radio radio guys, comedians, it's the same exact thing. Moving from town to town, lots of divorces.
3: Not, sh- <laughs> <laughs> Not showering. That's another thing. Not piece.
2: showering. Yeah.
6: Yeah, a yeah, uh, substance abuse, inability <laughs> what? to What's that? I mean, <laughs> it's very similar. Hey, and the hey, difference ten. is don't don't
1: look at Britney when you say substance abuse. Oh, okay. I'll just
3: I'll be falling off the wagon and can you see him already double fisting today? <laughs>
0: I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm impressed.
3: Somebody
6: say somebody pointed out the difference between comics and radio is that is, is that we all work these shitty small. I can say that, right? We're you on a say podcast. Whatever you want. Yeah, okay. We, we work these shitty small towns, but the difference is that we're only there a week, and radio guys are there for two months. Yeah. So. Which <laughs> explains the substance. <laughs> before before they move issues. on. Yeah, to <laughs> yeah
1: exactly. At the yeah. doors. Yeah. My uh, first break on a, a station up in Grand Forks, North Dakota. I worked. Out of my 52 years in the business, I've worked like 51 years here and the other. I worked in Grand Forks and Fargo for like three, four months at a time. But my first break on KNOX, 1972, I think it was, I go on here and I got a pretty rough gruff voice and I had just moved out of the city for the first time. I had always lived in North Minneapolis, so I didn't really have an accent, but I had a way of talking that wasn't normal up in Grand Forks. First call I ever took in Grand Forks was, and he didn't use this phrasing, but I will for a reason, get that big N off the air. <laughs>
2: hey, welcome to, welcome to town,
6: Tom.
1: You can call me Uncle Tom if you want. That's
2: fine. That works for me.
3: How do you even respond to that? Like I was like, okay. What? Okay. I want it. Bye.
1: I'll um, get that done, sir. You know, Hey, I'll see you at the meeting tonight. I would yeah.
2: put what I used to do. <laughs> yeah.
6: Yeah. It's the theater of the mind. Yeah. Your, your mind creates the, the, the scenario that uh, on radio. When
3: I worked overnights like, hey, at KQ and I'd do it, I'd get a call like that or some gross oh, call. God. I'd be like, yeah, one second, let me put you on hold. And then I would just never deal with it ever again. And if they called back, I'd be like, yeah, let me put you on hold. Like There was something meaner in my mind. About making them wait on hold than actually hanging no, up I on understand.
6: them.
1: No, I understand. It would have wasted their time. That's
6: good. Yeah. Of course, of course, in those days, you didn't have to say n-word, did you? In, the, in those days, it was it, it was part of the vernacular. And, yeah, I guess. Figure I could, 50, in 50, certain areas, fifty years ago. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, not like, everyone's vernacular. Not not everyone. but well, I think no. a few people were keen enough uh, at that point to not. No. Yeah. No,
6: it was it was it was it was tossed about
0: liberally in the Johnson White House. So. That's true. Yeah, still, probably in Paula Dean's house, I would imagine. But uh, you mean, know, for I most still, people. They're... You
1: know what's sad about that, though. Honestly, God, Robert, and I'm not kidding. I still cannot picture her in my mind. I've heard her name a million. Well,
3: times. Well, you're not missing day.
0: anything. Yeah,
3: it's,
1: <laughs> well, uh, good. I'm yeah. glad
0: that's good news.
3: That was the one that came out that everyone was like. Their initially oh, it was the like cook. yes yes oh, we did butter that's and everything you're about, okay. everyone yeah. would have that moment where everyone was shocked for a half second and then they go no actually that makes sense that mm. actually lines up. Did she up. say
1: something really really? She used
3: or- the n word. She was. She, she like, did. Yes, and like there was like well, all this- the Jews
1: eat ham. Yeah. Did she go with that?
3: Well, she she was like this like Southern like um, home style cooking that kind of had this like.
1: Where was she? Was she on one of the one of the? She was everywhere. Oh, was she? Okay. I think I yeah. still
3: have like a Paladine air fryer. Ooh, should I get rid of that? No, I can't. You're racist. I'm broke. Um-
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> but like. It's yeah. a pretty good air fryer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean yeah. you is gotta it? give Paul yeah. what she lacks in, you know, advanced <laughs> views on on race and equality. The air fryer, though, and is...
3: also butter is delicious. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. some universal <clears throat> universal truth.
6: I miss the Paula Deen scandal. When 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 did this happen? Oh,
1: long oh, time. Forever
4: oh,
6: okay. ago. Okay. I totally missed it. I'm
1: didn't they sorry kick her? They that. kicked
6: her off TV for a while, didn't
0: they? If I, yeah. I don't correctly. think
4: she's anywhere oh, now. Oh, she's not. A little bit. She's still around. I, like, I think she's you
0: teaching YouTube? history in Florida yeah. somewhere. I think she's uh, <laughs> it's a not. Palm Department Palm <laughs> <of> Beach. Of <laughs> <laughs> no, not Palm not Beach. Not Palm yeah. Beach. I'm here to tell <laughs> you that ain't happening. <laughs> Palm Beach
3: does. It's so wild to think because I always just think of my parents and you guys. It's weird to think that there are children that go to school in Florida. Oh yeah. It like blows my mind that there is like a whole norm. World down there.
1: I get it. I've, I've told Tim this story before. you might not remember, but Robert, we have a, a little dog. He's a Cavalier King Charles, and he's named after the song Hey Jude, right? Okay. Just Jude. <laughs> and when you call for him in Palm Beach, heads do to Jude. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, what? like no, 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 Jude. duh But that doesn't work either. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: I mean, yeah, that's the whole
3: that's problem. That's why you got to throw that Y and just call him Judy?
6: Oh it's kind of it's kind of a reverse of that old that old joke sit whitey that, that. <laughs> <I love laughs> sit whitey.
1: That was it. you know, honestly got him in far too good I love having comedians in the studio. I just love it, always have. Now there's three of you in here. Hmm. You got Rudy back there holding <laughs> <Yeah>. down court. <laughs> But I do, I just, I've always loved being around comedians. Well, there are a couple I wasn't wild about, but <laughs> not many. <laughs> I'm trying to think, I think there's only been
0: one. I
6: don't one, think, one or two. Uh, I, I think I know who you're talking about, and I don't think, I, I think that only goes one way. I think, yeah. I, I think you're fine with them, but they don't. They seem to have an issue with you. Cosby? Are
4: we talking about
0: Cosby? Yeah. We that well, yeah. was, yeah. 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 was Cosby. I,
4: I also I'm have just... an air
3: fryer by him, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's,
4: actually... He's actually on the show on Friday,
3: okay. so
0: yeah. Great. Well, a lot <laughs> of people yes. are hungry when they wake up, so it makes sense. That <laughs> actually to... yeah. lights mm-hmm. sense. So yeah.
3: That's a terrible This is a podcast, right? Whatever you want.
6: Wasn't Cosby supposed to be touring again?
4: Wasn't the... Do you remember that? Yeah, did, did that be, ever happen, it's, or did it's that supposed to be yeah. coming up? They oh, have, still they have, they have dates on the books. That absolutely. Is yeah, let me wild. find out. But yes, is that
3: true? Yeah. Uh-huh.
2: Huh.
6: Holy.
3: You guys ever met him?
6: Never. No, I've never I met, met now, the cops. No. I
1: sat down yeah. with him because uh, he, he was appearing. I think it was Mystic Lake. <laughs> yeah, yes. he was.
3: You you brought the whole family to the stand up, yeah, right? The,
1: yeah. Exactly. And then we they asked me to go backstage to say hello to him and all the yeah. rest of it. That milky eye gets to me. I will tell you honestly. I you, just, you put your hand over and you know, do that? But, it's but, full of jello pudding. <laughs> jello pudding. First thing he says to me is this. I suppose you're all gonna want a picture. I'm like, oh God, that's where we're starting. Okay, great. Not a pleasant person. He wasn't a jerk, but he just you could tell he didn't give a rat's ass that you were there.
0: Yeah. Can How long ago him? was this?
1: Was um, this pre...
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Down no, no, no. No, it, yeah. was, it
0: was
6: after. It was, <laughs>
0: well,
1: yeah, it that, turns that out. That would a good
0: interview <laughs> to get. It's like mid and during.
3: <laughs> this, was, yeah. this was actually exactly. not very long before it all came out, though. Like a couple yeah, of it years. Was. It was It, was, yeah. it was wild because I remember you'd met him and then we are all like, gulp?
6: Yeah. So, and Tom's telling the telling the ladies, don't take anything to drink from him. I know. <laughs> yeah, if he offers a drink, refuse it. We brought our own
3: water we just constantly. We brought our own water. You're
0: still, yeah, you're still bringing your own uh, drinks to the show. To this day, yeah. Yeah. trust me either. So yeah, <laughs> I don't trust <laughs> any, in, any of you ben guys here.
1: That's <laughs> really. um, no, the two guys that, that were a little difficult to deal with uh, was uh, what the hell, Rich Hall. Remember, is he even around anymore?
6: The the Sniglets
1: guy. The Sniglets guy, yeah, that yeah. guy.
6: I have no friend
0: I, reference. I don't that. know
3: what that is, yeah, and I, I feel know, like yeah. should we have bleeped you that? You know who he is?
6: He uh, uh, was on
1: Saturday Night Live. For, oh, okay.
6: Yeah. Uh, see, I don't remember him Saturday Night Live. I just remember the Sniglets thing. It, is that he came up with a uh, uh, words that uh, do not exist but should? But should, yes. And that was his little. That was his little. You might be a redneck if. And, <laughs> okay. Uh, yes. And the only the only word I can remember <laughs> is is tub swizzling.
1: Tub swizzling.
6: Yeah, and that's when you you swish around the bathtub to mix the hot water
0: with the cold. What?
1: It's a thing. Oh, I do. Yeah, that? exactly. Yeah. Tub yeah. swizzling. Yeah, yeah. kind of go this way and it kind of mixes. No,
0: no, no, no. Sometimes you how be... this guy would be an
1: unpleasant.
3: Person <laughs> <to>. <laughs> Robert's done with him. That got
1: him. Robert, <laughs> no. I'm not kidding you. The whole interview, he would not answer me, and he kept reading his book. <gasps> the whole interview.
3: <laughs> Could you imagine?
1: Could you imagine the mood I was in by the time Uh, I had to escort him out of the building? The (laughs) amount
3: I would be sweating if that interaction was happening in front of me. Oh, he's such a
6: prick. So so where are you performing this week, Rich? Tub-swizzling. Tub-swizzling, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tub-swizzling. was he
3: reading his own book?
6: Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Shut absolutely. It. His own book?
3: I was thinking he had, like, you know, some good, like, per- t- you know, page-turner. Stephen King. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: no,
6: he was reading his own book out loud.
3: But I got that.
1: And now this one, the next one, was at the very beginning of him breaking big, so I could see maybe, hopefully he changed a little bit, but the most arrogant person I ever met in my life was Daniel Tosh. Oh, my God. God. Oh, okay. I could see that. I like oh, that. yeah, I mean, I,
0: that. Well, I, I like the I could show. See that.
1: Yeah, I had no problem with it. But honestly, and again, it was very early in the show, so it might have just hit him how big he was getting.
3: Yeah, I mm-hmm. suppose.
0: still no excuse for the way he acts. But was he reading Rich Hall's book during the whole? Yeah, <laughs> they were talking this person. Maybe you should read that. That could be just a good book. I mean, honestly, maybe it's. I, I don't know. It I could just it. be a good book.
3: I can get it on my Kindle. I'm in.
1: You know, but Robert, you did that. Maybe it was you, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's the problem here. Now we talking about that last night. Cause there were a couple of people, you know. over the years, you guys know this. You talk to everybody and you meet people, and you go, "You're not at all like I thought you would be." In your, I don't say that to them, said, whatever. But some some people turn to be uh, like very very nice people, and you went, "God, I didn't see that coming either."
6: Yeah, Which it's. Man. I got a buddy that was in pro wrestling. a you know, comic is in pro wrestling, and he said he said the, uh, the 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 heroes, the stars, are always the biggest jerks, really? and the heels are the guys that you the, oh, yeah. are the nice guys. And he says it's it's the weirdest thing, and he says it applies to comedy too. Exactly. Is that, really. Is that yeah? You've got you know Mr. Mr. Family Man, you know, clean yeah. comedian, and he's just off stage. He's just you know uh, a, a dirty one-eyed.
0: <laughs> he does comedy and wrestling. Isn't the comedy brutal enough? Like, listen, I know that I, I, know that I just bomb, but could someone it's elbow bad, me in Robert. the face and pull my arm out of the socket before?
3: I wonder why that is. I wonder if it's like because you have to work so hard to be nice and you're exhausted by the time you get off that you're like expending something or that like you have to go the underground route. And you appreciate your fame more when you're the heel. I don't I wonder why that is Sure
6: Well, also when you're the heel you get you, you get it all out of your system yeah. on stage. I mean I mean Andy Kaufman probably felt great when he would yeah. walk out walk yeah. out of those wrestling rings okay. after he just uh, you people are filthy. I'm yeah. from Hollywood <laughs>
1: Just he got it all out. He's probably a really nice guy. I will tell you from personal experience, professional wrestlers because I used to be a, a big power lifter back in the day. That was many years ago. So I used to hang around with a lot of professional wrestlers. I mean like hawk and animal we're really good friends when they're both dead now unfortunately but the one of the great things about hanging out with professional wrestlers because they would listen to the show and they go man i really like that one joke you told us morning it's unbelievable as a matter of fact i got that you should tell this joke on your show tomorrow morning it's unbelievable so this guy no wait a minute this what no it was a guy I mean, yeah. is really? <laughs> You're telling me a joke right now, are you? Yeah. Because I can't really recognize it as a joke, but, <laughs> you know, his biceps were bigger than my head, so I didn't so you just said, yes, him. yes, yeah, yes. I'm, That's oh, Very I'm... funny. <laughs> I find a lot of humor in it. You know, I got to do this part here for both of you guys, Tim Slagle, of course. Uh, at acme comedy company downtown Minneapolis tonight through Saturday Robert Barrill is at 490 Robert Street uh, north in uh, st. Paul of course uh, comedy and laugh that's a great play. you ever played there before which one a laugh
0: camp uh, yeah I've done it once or twice I' good basically, spot. yeah pretty much every club uh, in the cities yeah. I, I try to work and yeah it's yeah it's fun it is what where are you from Bridget? Uh northern Minnesota so the Wait, whole get that n-word like yeah though the, it, it uh i can it's similar territory i think for sure yeah war road oh and what jesus you were were you a hockey player yeah no this is Everybody what happens when you don't you play hockey oh, yeah no. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I would so make, yeah i'd have to make the jocks laugh so i wouldn't get uh the shit kicked you know? out of me yeah
1: well you and rudy got the. yeah what are you about Hundred miles apart up there, aren't you? Yeah, probably about a little bit more than that. But a little yeah. More
0: than Hibbing, that. Where are you yeah. at? Hibbing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, at least you have like Bob Dylan. well, I suppose we have some professional hockey players. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite a few. But yeah. Yeah. yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. A hundred miles up there, you're, t- you're 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 probably school rivals, huh? <laughs>
4: you yeah. yeah. would ride our snowmobiles to the hockey game all the way on the
0: road. Absolutely, mm-hmm. That's exactly right. We yeah. shared a girlfriend, Rudy yeah. and I. That was yeah. it, it was it was
4: it was Robert's turn for yeah. ninth and tenth grade, yeah. and then I took over eleventh and twelfth. Yeah. Like Seventy-five mile drive yeah. yeah. way for uh-huh. both.
1: years yeah. mm-hmm. we shared the Absolutely.
4: same Paula Dean air fryer. It was a good oh. time. yeah, And yeah. 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 then talking. sold it to me. Perfect.
1: <laughs> yep. And then sold it to Brittany. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. um I gotta ask you that uh first of all, you guys what time do you have to go? Uh, okay. oh I got time. No- I think you guys should hang around Noon. as long as you possibly can. Sound good to me. Well she could be on the family show too, so that'd be wonderful. <laughs> God, uh, no, I just think it is is comedy now because I'm watching it on television and all the rest of it. And you guys probably get asked this a lot, but I still cannot believe that people find everything to be offensive now. How do you do comedy when everything's offensive? Because the reason that I thought it was funny is because it was offensive yeah. back in the day. Yeah. So can you still do that? Is there any opening
6: at all? It's uh, well, I never. Uh, I've I've always tried to be offensive, so it's, it's <laughs> actually and it's actually easier now. <laughs> people get offended easier, so I don't have to work as hard.
1: And I bring this up in front of Rudy all the time. I don't know if Richard Pryor would make it today. He was just so far over the
0: top. Which I love. Or Sam Kinison. Or a number of those guys. Yes.
1: Could they make it today?
0: It uh, depends on how often they posted on TikTok, I think, you know, if they, if they, yeah, the, they could churn out those reels, maybe. Was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Robin Williams probably would have been fine. A lot of crowd work stuff. I think he'd have been good. But. Plus, he stole all the jokes
1: anyway. So. Well, there, yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah.
1: <laughs> Did he really walk up to people and say, look, I'll give you 50 bucks now because I'm going to steal your joke one way or the other. I'll either pay for it or I'll just steal it from you.
6: No, it's, I heard it was actually the opposite. Is that it it was? Was, he was oh, okay. so yeah, he was so frenetic, and the, you know, uh, I, I, th- I think I can say this now is that we realize now uh, he was just coked up. <laughs> no! We thought, we thought he was like, what a what brilliant, what a strange mind, what a weird comedic mind. No, no it was just, it, it was just you know, coke frenzy is what he was going into. But it was
0: actually, and, it was the booze that made him uh, frantic, not the cocaine. Really? The coke didn't, yeah, because there's a really good, I, I read the book on him by its Itzkoff or whatever, and I saw the documentary, and it was... I mean, he was on coke, and then and until yeah. Belushi yeah. died, and then he kind of decided, "I'm just gonna stick with the booze." Uh, and then he had his kid, and then he was sober huh. for a long time. But okay. yeah, I mean, but yeah, it was still that frenetic thing. And I don't, from what they said, it wasn't like any ill intent. Like it was like, "I'm gonna steal from comics." It was just oh, he'd good. watch yeah, a lot of would, comedy. He would hear comedy, yeah. and then he would think that it was coming from his imagination, and, and it then was coming perform.
6: from his memory. Oh. Yeah. And then, yeah. then comics would go to him and go, like you know, you just did my bit, Robin. And he'd, like, pull out a big wad of cash and just, okay, here he goes, sorry. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> so he would give them money. He'd give them money, well, yeah. Nice he'd give them money. yeah. He'd give them money. He'd apologize and then, then pay them for the, for the usage of the bits so. I heard the exact opposite, that he'd yeah. go to the other
1: people and say, look, I'm going to pay you for your joke or I'm just going to steal it.
4: So that never happened. Yeah, we talked about that. Cause Tammy yeah, we Pe- did. Yeah, because Tammy Pescatelli, when I had done shows with her, she oh, told right. me the story about how, yeah. how his management would come like down to the comedy store and, and be like, hey, listen, by the way, uh, he's been doing your bit. He's going to do it in a special. So we can either give you money now or you can try to fight him in court. So just take the money now. That's not yeah. it. Yeah,
0: I don't yeah. think yeah, I don't think Robin Williams was Italian. That definitely sounds like <laughs> <not good. laughs> Listen, you know, listen. You're lucky you keep your legs. Yeah. All right, the bit's going. <laughs> it's a bad the bit's story. going. <laughs> yeah, we could get you a new suit, but I'd say goodbye to that bit if I was you. <laughs> I gotta ask a
1: question. Are you Italian?
0: No, I you get look that. Like you I might do. Be. No, I'm French. Actually, I do a whole <laughs> well, bit. Same thing. My wife. Well, same let's, thing. to be fair, the French didn't team up with Hitler. All right, well, there that's are a good few point. differences. Uh, that's a good that's, point. That's,
6: that's actually historically inaccurate. They did. <laughs>
0: Well, we did, I mean, we, there's a difference between teaming up and being easily defeated. All right, there's. Robert. Yeah. I love that. We gave them cheap rent when they occupied our territory, but we, there was some Choked token opposition. Also, French did not kill Jesus. The Romans killed Christ. That's yeah. an Italian thing. Yeah. All right. to a that. Exactly. I, I, I don't care. I'm a Polak. I, I had nothing to Polak. do with any of this. Yeah. A very
6: famous Polak. Name Slagle, what? <laughs> I was adopted. Okay.
1: Oh, adopted. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, there
6: you go. No, I actually, actually, th- th- you were adopted. Yeah, it's, it's actually fascinating. It it, it ha- happened at Acme. It was uh, Lewis's Lewis Lee, the owner, his wife, right, uh, started getting in and reuniting uh, separated families. And when she found out Aww. I was adopted, she was like, she was like, "Let me find your family. Let me Aww, find your family." Oh, that's. Sweet. And uh, she found my mother. That's
3: crazy. And uh, yeah, how old were you when that happened? Forty. Oh, were were you actively looking, or were you like?
6: I, it, she just kept bugging me. She says, "Let me find your family. Let me find your family." And finally, I said, "Okay, find find my family." What the? Go <laughs> no ahead. weird
3: game show. Here, here,
6: <laughs> here. And it was, uh, it, it, w- it was fascinating. It's, it, w- it was actually uh, when I was working at Acme is when the reunion happened.
3: My mom actually flew <gasps> oh, really? in. No and actually, way. Yeah. From where? Where did she fly in from?
6: Uh, Michigan. She. Uh, 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 northern oakland county uh, so
3: you met her before you went on stage or after
6: uh I think it was like a, it was like a Friday she came in Friday morning, she flew in Friday morning and, and then we met and uh this is weird she she <coughs> married my biological dad
3: wow you still got, which usually yep, doesn't she, happen no. it's usually
6: when you don 't do the right thing that yeah. guy 's history yeah mm-hmm. it, is uh, but she yeah. married my she she married the jerk and
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> things are going him. well
6: and, and i had uh Five full sisters I had never, <gasps> fortunately never met, because we get along really well.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you've never yeah, met
6: them. Yeah, when I met them, it was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we done with that. So, <laughs> so,
0: how, so how long after meeting uh, the mother did she ask you how much longer you're going to be doing comedy?
2: <laughs> well, here's the
0: here's uh, here's why I'm bringing this whole story up. This is this He's is just wild. unbelievably
6: fascinating. My dad was a stand-up comedian oh, no. and county chair of the Libertarian Party. Really? We both had friends. No mutual DNA re- test needed for that. <laughs> wow. No, sir. One of the sisters did demand a DNA test, but that's another story. <laughs> is, uh, uh, is, is dad, yeah, we had mutual friends in comedy. We, we like worked for uh, Yoder, if you know who that is. Yep. We, we mm-hmm. both did work for Yoder. Which we had co- friends in comedy and in the Libertarian Party that knew both of us but never Never put it together.
4: Hmm. When and, you met him, were you like, I did a show with that guy at a VFW up in Marquette, Michigan.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a long time
6: ago. <laughs> no, it, when, when I found out he was a comic, I was trying to remember. But no, he just uh, uh, he didn't go much further than emceeing the local. Uh, he was like the house MC of the uh, uh, club uh, in town. So. That's
3: wild. That, crazy? that is a crazy story.
6: So why did I start that? Oh, yeah, because he's Polish, and so so is my mom. Oh,
2: yeah, back to the end. The Italian
0: joke, (laughs) Robin Williams. Full circle. Uh, there we Uh, go. uh,
1: Uh, uh, One thing I would ask you, though, uh, next time, Tim, don't bring up the word dad around Rudy, Brittany, or me. (gasps) Oh, dear. Not (laughs) good. Yeah, we got a a couple of those. (laughs) They refer to it as the D word. The D word, exactly. That's exactly right. So you guys can say, I I. I hope you stick around as long as you possibly can. This is a ball, man. Yeah, having you fun. guys back in studio is huge. I, I just, I've just i missed it so much. And it's been, what, three, three and a half years? Mm-hmm. Four yeah. years in some cases? Are we back? Is everybody back to, to coming into studio, having fun? I mean, this is phenomenal.
0: I would hope so, yeah. This yeah. is a lot of
1: fun. Isn't yeah. yeah. it mean, great? Yeah. I just love that. Robert Burrell, ladies and gentlemen, is at Laugh Camp, Friday and Saturday, 8 o'clock. Tim Slagle is at Acme Comedy Company downtown tonight through Saturday as well. Tim and Robert, if you look, if you have to go, I understand, but I'd love you to stay as long as you possibly can.
3: Yeah, I can stick around.
6: Yeah, I got nowhere to go.
1: Brittany, get out. I
3: was gonna say. <laughs> I thought you were asking me. If I, I was like, yeah, goes, I'm scheduled.
1: <laughs> I got a schedule. I, I can't. Because uh, uh, we have a newswoman coming up. Well, she's more of an entertainment woman than a news. Our newswoman, entertainment,
3: though. yeah, Kristen, mm-hmm. yeah, Kristen she's great. Burt. Yeah, I
0: mean. It's all entertainment news now, right, anyway? I mean yeah, that's a that's, very good point. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, we'll take a break, be right back. The, the, honest to God, I am so goddamn happy today, it's unbelievable. I know that sounds phony, but it's not. I love being around you guys, I really do. It's, I have since, well, very quick reference, and Rudy and Brittany know this, the only time my father was ever nice to me is when I stood up in front of him as a seven-year-old and told him jokes. That's huh. a true story. Really? That's the only time he was ever pleasant to me. Huh. So you guys going to have to carry me through this. <laughs> 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 yeah, that kind of deal. On MyPillow's 20th anniversary, the 20-year anniversary, with over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows' regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts to your exact level, you know, like individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to mypillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to give you uh, Mike's, oh, it's an amazing offer, it really is. On the queen-size MyPillow, only 19.98. See, I told you it was amazing. Enter promo code TOM in addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM.
4: Hi,
5: I'm Mike Bryant, and I'm driving my car safely and legally communicating on my phone. Minnesota law allows a driver to use their cell phone to make calls, text, listen to music or podcasts, and get directions by voice command or single-touch activation without holding your phone. Violations are very expensive. The National Safety Council reports its cell phone use while driving leads to 1.6 million crashes per year, and nearly 400,000 injuries are caused by texting and driving. Not surprising, since four seconds with your eyes off the road is like driving the length of a football field blindfolded. And research shows that just two seconds increases the risk of an accident up to 24 times. Texting may only take a second, but it can end your life or ruin it forever. Please. Drive safely and stay alive.
6: Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com.
4: Bradshaw and
5: Bryant. You need to know a guy for your
1: auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful. Someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser.
4: This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. It would
0: have to be pretty hard to be a depressed supremacist. Like, white power, but not for me. I haven't earned it. I don't know. Maybe you guys, you seem like you're in shape. You have abs. I haven't done a sit-up in, like, 12 years. I'm a piece of crap. I can't. The marches today, but I don't want to leave my bed. It's so warm. and. I don't know, maybe I could just take like a white power nap for 20 minutes and that could contribute to the hate that we... Nope, all right, it's worth a shot. It's just, it's not good. I haven't done laundry in a month. None of these sheets are rally worthy. You got to bring clean sheets to a rally. That's Rally 101. These sheets have stains on them. That's a chocolate stain. What kind of message is that going to stand? It's you know, the rally, got a chocolate stain I'm like, That's not... I guess I'm just not feeling okay, KK, right now.
1: Nice. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Tim Slagle in studio. He is at Acme Comedy Company tonight through Saturday. Robert Barrill is at Laugh Camp over at 490 Robert Street North in St. Paul. That's Friday and Saturday, tomorrow night and Saturday at 8 o'clock, both nights. A joy to have you both in. And that's no, when well, you look, I mean, it's, I think it's pretty obvious. This, my life is getting the back of where it should be. Mm-hmm. I love being surrounded. Am I nuts the fact that I love being surrounded by comedians? Is that really stupid?
6: Yeah, I mean, if it,
0: was, <laughs> if it was all the time, yeah, I think uh, it'd be kind of a bummer just to hear like, oh yeah, I got this gig and I didn't get that gig, or like, oh, I'm you know, there'd be a lot of complaining if it was twenty four seven. But mm-hmm. I certainly think, uh, you know, a few hours every uh, every other day or so.
1: Okay, that works. So we'll do it like a Monday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday thing. That'd be good. No, honestly, God, so many great. One of my favorite times. All what was the name of the woman that was on? Uh, WKRP again. She was from Minnesota. Lonnie, Lonnie Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, Lonnie Anderson. She was in studio, and I didn't know he was in town, but Bobcat just comes walking through the door. Bobcat and Lonnie did not get along to <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs>
2: Holy
1: <laughs> Hannah. Oh, he was just ridiculing the piss out of her, and she was getting really tired of it.
6: Was he still doing the character? Or was Yeah, he, he was. Oh, okay. yeah, he was still doing the character at that time. Oh, boy. I wish he still did the character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's got to be hard, you know? I I, I yeah it's, it's people give uh, Larry the cable guy a lot of grief but you think about it he has to do that character you know you know it's it's most of his comics we, we do we all do a character on stage but yeah. we, we you know it's please welcome and then you do your character 45 minutes you know you're back to who you are but Larry the cable guy man he had from the time he walked out of his house into the airport into the hotel yeah into the club on stage until he walked back into his house has he been. had to be. Larry the Cable Guy. <clears throat> yeah, and that had, to, right. that had to be, right. that had yeah. to be exhausting.
3: Because how mm-hmm. disappointed is a fan if you go up to him and he's like, hello. I <laughs> Yeah. I like, yeah. love that.
4: His real name is Dan, and there's a great joke that <clears throat> Jeff Ross had during the roast of Larry the Cable Guy where he goes, you know, Larry the Cable Guy, you might also know him as his other failed moniker, Dan the Comedian. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I wonder how many like things he tried out first... <clears throat> To like until he was like, this is the thing that works.
4: I think it was just he was Dan for a long time, and then just yeah, became, Dan Whitney. It, Dan Whitney, and then became Larry the Cable Guy. So There was and never the like Larry yeah, yeah. the Conductor
3: or either.
6: It was a character. He said. He said the Cable Guy came over to my house. And uh, and it kind of went like this, and that's and, and then
3: <laughs> and he just yeah,
6: yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like Andrew Dice Clay. It's the same thing. The Dice Man was a he would be like right. his closer, and, and that, that it became so strong that he decided to become that character on stage. And uh, God, yeah.
4: I was going to say, a friend of mine, is a really good friend, I'm going to see him on Monday, is his, like his assistant, his right-hand guy. And he tells stories about how they'll be driving down the highway and they're getting the schedule all out. Okay, you got media at 9, then you're going to do radio at 10.30 and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he goes, hang on a second, I got to do a thing. And he'll pull his phone out and he'll call a children's hospital. Oh, and he'll, see, they'll put him go. on speaker and he'll talk as Mater from Cars and talk to the kids. And, and, like, he's still, like, a really good, genuine guy. You know, obviously, I think it takes a lot of heat for the Larry the Cable guy stuff. And there was a little bit of right-wingy stuff that kind of happened there for a while. And, like, David Cross really got on his case about, you know, being a sellout and a hack. But deep down, I think he's a super nice, genuine guy. I love yeah,
1: it, he's, actually,
6: he's actually really close with Lewis Black, believe it or not. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: Lewis, another great guy. But David Cross calling someone else a hack, really? Well, well the, that, <laughs> was, that was the big thing
4: because David Cross was like, you know, you're such a sellout. And then he did, he did Elvin and the Chipmunks. And yeah, then went, what, yeah <laughs> dude, what are you
6: doing? Like, yeah. You're
4: the bad guy. Yeah. Let's so not. Maybe he
3: this. meant it as a compliment, like you're such a sellout. <laughs> He's like, next week, get that, get that bag. This mm-hmm. is
0: perfect timing. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.